Once you've decided to start angel investing, your first challenge will be locating deal flow, trying to find some deals to invest in because you can't make angel investments if there's no companies looking for your money. Today, I'm gonna to talk about a few different ways of creating that deal flow. Welcome to Feel the Boot, the science of startups. I'm your host, Lance Cottrell, and I'm here to help you become a better angel investor. Or if you're a founder, I'm here to help you understand angel investors and the way they think and process things better to help with your fundraising initiatives. I have been an exited founder myself. I've made tons of angel investments. I'm on the board of directors of the North Bay Angels, and I'm also involved with a number of startup funds, including the Veteran Fund. Let's look at a few different ways that you can source companies that need investment and are of particular interest to you as an investor. The first possible path is to generate personal deal flow, to get companies to come directly into your front door. And the way to start doing that is put out the word that you're interested in becoming an angel investor. Go to your LinkedIn profile and in your description, put in angel investor. Go join angel investment lists like AngelList or Signal and list the kind of companies you're looking for and your interests. This is basically hanging out a sign that says, I'm open for business as an angel investor. Now, you're also gonna to want to start working your network. Let your friends and connections know that you're starting to do angel investment and ask them if they know companies that might need funding from you. These people can be a great source of endorsed companies and recommended warm introductions are often the highest quality leads you're going to get on your own. Because once you hang out that shingle, you're going to get a lot of cold outreach. Tons of people are searching LinkedIn and all of these other platforms looking for angel investors all the time, and they are going to flood your inbox. Now, on the downside, an awful lot of that is crap. Right? You're gonna see a ton of really bad pitches. But on the upside, it does give you a lot of deal flow and gives you a huge number more companies to look at to start level setting your expectations. So you really know a good company when it comes across because it will stand out from all the bad ones that you're gonna see. The next approach is to invest with other people. The first and easiest option is just to invest with friends. Create your own investment circle. Now, all of you are putting out your own shingles, asking for incoming deal flow, and anyone you know in your networks, you can cross-refer. And this can get you a somewhat larger pool of companies to look at. And, of course, when you're investing with other people, you can lean on them for support and advice. You've got more than one set of eyes and minds considering each one of those deals but there's a good chance that you and all of your friends may be fairly new to angel investing. So the next step up from that is to join an angel investment group. There are thousands of them all over the world and they have their own sources of deal flow because they tend to become fairly well known and companies will search out angel investment groups because it is more efficient than going to individual investors, right? Rather than doing one-on-one -on -one pitches with each person they discover, they can now get in a room in front of dozens of, or in some cases, hundreds of investors at one time. Some angel groups invest individually. They're just basically a dating service. And if you join those groups, you get to make your own decisions. 
Other angel groups are somewhat more structured and actually have a fund. So you invest in the fund and the members of the group vote on which companies they want to support. And as a member, you'll get a vote. It gives you a little less direct control, but it does lean on the experience of the other members. And that is one of the big advantages of being part of an angel investment group is those other investors have experience. Many of the people in that group may have been doing angel investing for decades. And so you can very quickly learn a lot about the process and how to analyze companies from shadowing all of those other people in the group. Additionally, whatever kind of group you're investing with, it will help with the due diligence process. Once you've found a company that you think is a pretty good prospect, you really need to dig in deeper to understand whether there are any hidden gotchas in the deal, whether the terms are actually strong, whether the competition is in fact as they have described it. That can be a lot of work and there's a lot of subtlety to it. So having other people with whom you can share that labor, split up the tasks, or again, shadow an expert who can give you mentorship uh, and bring their experience to the table can be very helpful. If you're interested in learning more about angel investing or startups in general, I encourage you to like this episode that tells YouTube's algorithm that you like this kind of content, but more importantly, subscribe and ring that bell. That makes sure you get informed of all our new episodes. At this point, we have over 85 episodes about startups and angel investing. To be even more sure you're getting all the good information, come to feeltheboot.com and sign up for Bootprints. That's my newsletter. It's very low volume. We never sell any of your information, but it ensures you get updated with every time we're releasing new episodes like this and also gives you access to my free office hours. So if you've got questions about angel investing or founding a company, startups, anything else, you can get on there and grab a half hour with me. I love talking to founders and investors. While you're there, maybe you're interested in some Feel the Boot merch. This one has my tea, Earl Grey Hot. All right, let's go on to the third way of finding deal flow. Joining syndicates can be a fantastic way of dipping your toe into angel investing and finding a source of really high quality deal flow. The way a syndicate works is someone is out there, set up the syndicate, and they're finding the companies. So they're leveraging their own methodologies for creating deal flow. They're using their networks. These are usually very experienced investors. They're doing the due diligence and then put it out there for other people to co-invest with them, typically through what's called a special purpose vehicle. So you're actually not investing directly in the company. You're investing in an LLC that invests in the company, but really doesn't make any difference. So these people will often have specialties. They may be some industry or geography or something else that they specialize in. And by joining the syndicate, you now get access to all of their deals. Another cool thing about syndicates is they tend to be lower dollar amount than direct investments. If you're a solo angel and you're investing into a company, typically the minimum investment will be something like $25,000, dollars a hundred's not uncommon. Occasionally they'll take as little as 10, but they don't want to crowd up their balance sheet, right? So they only want to have fairly sizable investors. With a syndicate, you can often come in at a thousand to a few thousand dollars, you know, 2,500. And so that allows you to take less risk and spread out the investments you're making. Now on the downside, you don't personally get to do so much due diligence. You can read through all the materials that the syndicate lead has provided, but at the end of the day, largely you're just making an up or down decision on each one of those investments. But as I talked about in a previous episode, it's really important to get the number of investments up so that on a statistical basis, you're likely to hit some winners in there. And so with syndicates, 
you can spend less, therefore making many more investments. So if you happen to invest in the next decacorn, you're not going to get the same insane returns as though you'd put in a larger amount of money, but the odds of hitting a decacorn go way up the more investments you make. So syndicates are a really cool way of doing this. Uh, I'll put up a list of some of the sites that provide syndicates here on the screen, as well as links to all of those down in the description. The last option for sourcing deals is equity crowdfunding. So this is just like other crowdfunding sites, but in this case, they're crowdfunding for people to invest in the company. It's not like Kickstarter where you're pre-ordering some sort of a product. In this case, you are in fact investing in the company, again, through some sort of special purpose vehicle. These websites have an enormous number of companies that you can invest in, far more than you could possibly invest in, really far more than you could possibly look at. But it gives you a chance to get in at an even lower dollar amount. In some crowdfunding platforms for many deals, that threshold might be as low as $100 per investment. So if you're interested in learning about angel investing, but you don't have much cash to throw around, this is an excellent way to play at the very shallow end of the kiddie pool if you want. However, you can, of course, invest more money if that interests you. The deal flow quality is very mixed. So some of these are amazing. I've seen some very strong companies use crowdfunding to raise cash as much for the sort of PR and visibility purposes as for raising money itself. So there are definitely some diamonds in the rough in the crowdfunding space. At the same time, there's a lot of places that are doing crowdfunding because they couldn't make it with any other kind of funding. Experienced investors weren't coming near them that becomes a little more dangerous. I also see some pretty crazy valuations in crowdfunding. You know, companies that are pre-revenue at the sort of advanced idea stage going out and raising crowd funds at tens of millions of dollars in valuations, which to me is completely crazy. But because they're often something that is sort of sexy and is appealing to the mass market, they're able to get large numbers of small dollar investors in, in any case. I'd be very careful about that. A cool thing about crowdfunding is it is often open to non-accredited investors. So all of the previous kinds of deals that I've talked about, you have to be what's called an accredited investor, which means you have experience, you're a sophisticated investor. But many crowdfunding platforms have a large fraction of their deals available to non-accredited investors. So really anyone can jump in and invest in those deals. And here's a few of the, uh, let me step out of the way, here is a few of the main crowdfunding platforms that you might wanna check out, and I'll also put links to all of those down in the description. So, a quick diversion. What are accredited investors? So the government has decided that investing in early stage companies is just too risky to allow normal people to get involved with. Historically, there have been an awful lot of scams and people have lost huge amounts of money, their whole life savings, investing in companies that were basically fraudulent and shells. And so they've passed laws, many countries have laws now around who can invest in early stage companies. And so I'll be talking really about the laws inside the US. Uh, but basically the rules are that as an individual, you need to have substantial personal net worth. So that's a high personal income. We're talking $200,000 personally per year or $300,000 as joint filers. Uh, you need to have, alternately, more than a million dollars in assets, not including your house. So fairly liquid investments, things like that. You need to be a licensed broker or have you know some sort of 
criteria there and the exact terms of that uh, are evolving. The laws have changed just recently. Uh, and finally, you can be an insider in the company. So you are, as a founder, for example, allowed to invest in your own startup. So would the other members of your board of directors uh, and your senior officers in the company. Because you have inside insight into the company, you are considered accredited for the purposes of investing in your own business. In the next couple of episodes on angel investing, I'm gonna be diving deep into the economics of angel investing and looking at portfolio theory and how to build out your strategy of angel investments to give yourself a high chance of strong returns. I'm gonna be looking at how angel groups work and how you can participate inside them, a little more detail on how they function. And finally, also talking about how to evaluate angel deals and do your own due diligence. Also provide a checklist around that to help you get started. Thanks for watching this episode. I hope you found it useful and interesting. And if so, please do the usual. Like, subscribe, ring that bell. It makes a huge difference to the channel. I also encourage you to come over and join other angels and founders at the Feel the Boot Founders Alliance. I'll put a link down in the description. Join the newsletter. And uh, if you're interested in cool coffee mugs, come over to feeltheboot.com slash merch. And till next time, ciao.